listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. I have Courtney here today. Courtney, in one line, give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund. Well, thank you, Barbara, for having me on your podcast. I am Courtney Russell McRae, and I'm the co-founder and managing partner at Recast Capital. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Courtney. So what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor? Yeah, so I've been an institutional investor in private equity companies and funds for my entire career. It actually, uh, it's been quite a journey and it it began really as a happy accident. Coming out of undergraduate, I was fortunate to get a job at GE Capital in the corporate finance group, which became the the equity group. Mm -hmm. And in that capacity... I was just bit by the bug. I loved analyzing companies, seeing how businesses grow and understanding what were their motivators, analyzing them, figuring out what could possibly go and what could possibly go wrong. Mm -hmm. And so that was a great journey. I also learned uh, the perils of putting too much debt on a company. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was an interesting time. So then I went to business school and after business school, I wanted to continue working with entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. learning about businesses. And so I became a Kauffman Fellow. And the Kauffman Fellow program back then was an apprenticeship program that transitioned individuals that the Kauffman Foundation believes should become venture capitalists or growth equity investors. Mm -hmm. And uh, you would join a firm was not a guaranteed a job offer. In my case, I did get a job offer. And I was partnered with a growth equity fund called Weston Presidio. Hmm. And Weston Presidio growth equity first institutional capital into bootstrap companies most regularly. And I was there for seven years. I joined wow. as a principal and then I was a general partner in fund four. Wonderful. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great experience. And what I learned there was the importance of <laughs> was the importance of everything sinking, the investor's personality, their area of investment, their fund size, and having all that work together. And once I learned that, I made the move over to the limited partner side. And uh, for the last 10 years, I was a uh, managing director with a boutique venture capital fund of funds called WeatherGage, WeatherGage Mm -hmm. Capital. Okay. At WeatherGage, we invested both with brand name venture funds, but always had an open door for new managers, scrappy, hardworking managers that had a differentiated mm-hmm. network. 
And we were humbly exceptional pickers. And so after 10 years of doing that, I became very opinionated that it was not a stagnant list of 10 brand name venture funds you needed to get access to, and and nor had it been for a few decades. And instead, institutional investors certainly needed to have access to brand name venture funds, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, they needed to have diversified access to emerging managers in venture to get the alpha that everyone's looking to get out of their venture portfolio. And at the same time, investing in emerging managers in venture is a pathway to increasing the diversity of who is a venture capitalist. The emerging manager community is much more diverse than the incumbent managers. So with that, I found a business partner, Sarah Zolkowski, and I um, saw the world in a very similar way. She comes from a complementary background. She's an engineer by training, but institutional investor in venture funds, first at the Clark family office in Bethesda, and then uh, more recently at Greenspring Associates. Mm -hmm. Always had great mutual respect for one another and was delighted to see that we both saw the world in a very similar way. So we were crazy enough to launch uh, Recast Capital in the middle of a pandemic. Well, you had to launch it eventually, right? Why not in the middle of a global pandemic? There you go. Recast Capital is a platform to both invest in and support emerging managers in venture with a diversity preference. Wonderful. And we're off to the races. So that's my story as to how I got to what I'm doing today. Awesome. So you talked a little bit about your thesis. Clearly, you're an institutional LP or like a fund of funds. So talk a little bit. Clearly, your thesis is a little bit different than a traditional fund. But tell me a little bit about your thesis and how you spot emerging managers. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Emerging managers in venture um, typically come from, like yourself, from a either entrepreneurial background with deep networks and contacts in industries that we believe are relevant over the next to invest in over the next decade or three to five years, or you're spinning out from an established venture capital fund. Mm -hmm. And usually these fund sizes are appropriately sized for generating superior returns. Mm -hmm. And so is what we're doing as investors is looking for what I call contrarian. And so there's a lot of sameness in the emerging manager community, Hmm. focusing on the same industries, the same size fund. And so when you see contrarian, it, it hits you over the head. And then you spend your time with due diligence trying to figure out if it's contrarian good or contrarian bad. (laughs) Or or really contrarian. (laughs) Because it can be the line It can truly be contrarian. (laughs) To to truly be contrarian. Yes. And we also found through through our research that emerging managers in venture in the United States is a highly diverse group of folks. In mm-hmm. fact, we the data shows that 52% of almost 800 funds had at least one senior member of the investment team who identified as female was Black or Hispanic. That's there are wonderful. other forms of diversity that we will certainly honor, mm-hmm. but that to me was mind-blowing. 
that it was 52%. I would never have guessed that it was that large. So it it certainly is a pathway to to greater diversity in the industry. And it's so much easier to plant your own flag if you're other than it is to try and work your way up in some of the more established organizations. That's a good point as well. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? That's something interesting somebody should be learning, listening to. Well, I hate to tell you this, but Female VC Lab is what I've been listening to the most frequently. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And oh, I appreciate so, that. Thank you so much. And it is so, so <laughs> what an inspiring. honor. <laughs> it is so inspiring to hear from uh, female venture capitalists. Mm-hmm. So in our program, we ha- in our platform, we have the investment side of our business, but we also have an educational side of our business. Wonderful. Through our fund investment strategy, we'll only be able to invest in a handful of funds a year because mm-hmm. we want our investors to have vintage year diversification two to three years. Makes sense. So the educational side, we are able to reach, it's tuition free, no warm introduction needed. We really want to bring our friends from the general partner community and the limited partner community to lift up more emerging managers in venture, mostly around fundraising topics. But it's also a nice community. Many of the speakers that you've had on your podcast are folks that have gone through our program. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Yes. Well, we, I haven't gone through the program. We welcome you to join our program. I will yes. apply for the program. That's no, no, it's, that's it's a, here. Well, that's such an honor. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I wonder how people find my podcast, but it is everywhere. Congratulations I appreciate you listening. For that. Yeah, I'm going to be on what 45 episodes here in a minute. So, wow. Um, yeah, that's a, I've been holding off a couple, but I've been piling them up because I said, okay, I got to do some traveling here. But thank you. I appreciate. I really do appreciate that. So here's the bonus question. Everyone gets it. In venture capital, how do you see it evolving or changing in the next couple of years here? A couple of things. First of all, I'm going to thank you, Barbara, for, for having me and for all your time. I have to say that this is the time for underrepresented venture capitalists. I would say to women and underrepresented venture capitalists, be bold, be unapologetic. This is your time. And I do believe that in the next two years, you are going to see a much more diverse venture capital community. And it's about time. That's great. That's wonderful. So how do people contact you? Yes, I'm happy to be contacted in any way. I don't need a warm introduction. Feel free to email me at Courtney at recastcapital.com. I'm available by email is probably the best way, but happy to take, happy to be reached out to on LinkedIn or Twitter or any other forum. All right. Thank you so much, Courtney, for your time today. From Recast Capital, from being our guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you, Barbara. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at HTTPS colon slash slash trailing t-r-a-i-l-y-n dot com to find out more find us on apple on spotify and on google podcasts thank you 
for listening. <laughs>